1: And who better to start with than a guy who we just heard from on this program not long ago, was kind enough to give us some nice words today. John Walton, the voice of the Washington Capitals here on the fan. John, I'm looking forward to getting over to the arena tonight for some hockey. How are you, buddy?
2: I am doing well, guys. And again, congratulations to do something like you guys have done for 10 years in a market of this size, that's not easy. And for you guys to be able to pull that off, that's a wonderful tribute to the work that you guys put in every day. And you guys should be awfully damn proud of that. That's super kind, John. Again, we really, really appreciate the kind words. Uh, you didn't have to do that. It means a lot. Speaking of meaning a lot. This, this next little stretch here for the Capitals, I feel like, is bigger than maybe people are talking about. Carolina uh, here this evening, but obviously a couple of West Coast opponents here on this homestand, but then the Rangers a couple times uh, over the next week or so as we get right to the midway point. I feel like this is a big stretch for the Capitals. I think it is a very critical stretch for the Capitals, and I think the reason, the biggest reason, I think, you've got all these home games, and that's nice. The games are finally kind of spread out where you've had all these three and fours, five straight weeks coming back from California. This team is playing three games in four nights. Mm -hmm. It lets up a little bit in terms of frequency, but it does not let up in what you are facing with a team like Carolina tonight that just killed the Rangers three nights ago, six to one. They're playing terrific hockey. Los Angeles is going to be here Sunday. One of the best teams I have seen in person this year, the Capitals beat them in LA, but they needed Charlie Lindgren to stand on his head. And then some the Kings were a better team for most of 60 minutes And were it not for Charlie, that goes a different way. Seattle's coming in, a home-and-home with the Rangers next weekend. And all the while, you're going to get into the second half of the season. There's a lot of tough travel coming up. And if you still want to be a part of this uh, stretch of teams between, say, second and seventh that are all bunched together in single digits and you want to maintain that, you've got to win some of these games. And it's going to be difficult uh, with a couple of roster deletions. No Charlie Lindgren. Rasmus Sandin's not going to play tonight. And you're playing some really good hockey teams. So uh, if you want to be in it at the all-star break and getting into what we call the stretch run around here, got to get some Ws, and you're going to need them here. Really, if not tonight, certainly uh, sometime in the next three, four, five games, you know, you got to roll up two, three, four wins here.
1: John, getting deeper into tonight, you know, there was a time when I was looking at the standings and the Hurricanes had been a disappointment. That time that's is, over now is no longer. I mean, they are rolling, scoring it seems like five every time I turned around.
2: Yeah, and Andrei Svechnikov, who we did not see back on December 17th when we were in Raleigh, he came back right after the Capitals were there. That was fortunate uh, because all he's done is uh, light it up and then some Sebastian Ajo uh, was the NHL number one star of the week right uh, going into the new year here, 11 points in three games. They're humming, and the one thing the Capitals cannot do tonight is take penalties if they do They're going to get their lunch money taken because right now Carolina up over 50% on the power play in their last eight games. Mm. It's really something. So uh, you've got to be disciplined. You've got to be good in your own end. And you've got to be opportunistic when those offensive chances happen. Carolina's going to get some goals. You've got to make sure you can counter that tonight. John, give me a kind of an overview uh, as you're starting to fit in some of these guys. In, I'm thinking like Ethan Bear and, and, and some of the folks that are kind of new to the system. How tough is it to get those guys acclimated while still trying to compete here? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Mike Vogel and I talked about that very thing for the video board here tonight. And, you know, it's catching a moving train. And I think Ethan Bear's mm. done a really nice job of that. And Vogel's made a good point that, you know, a guy like Ethan bear has been able to skate a lot more. Because the injury, he was coming back from a shoulder injury. Max Pacioretty, you're coming back from not one but two Achilles issues. That's a little bit different in terms of ramping up. So I know that Max was a little grumbly after the game uh, here a couple nights ago about his performance. I think he needs to give himself a little bit of grace on that because it is a very difficult thing to try and do uh, after so much time off. Almost a year between games and trying to get back at it. Didn't have a shot on goal, skated about 11 minutes. but. It's going to be there. I think he just needs to get ramped up, and it's a difficult thing. I think we've seen Ethan Bear do it pretty well. He skated more than 20 minutes in his first game. But it's harder for, for Max, I think. Not to mention there's a 10-year age difference, 35 and 25. So uh, let's uh, see what happens here in the next few games. But uh, hopefully Max can uh, start to ramp up here, and we start to see uh, some goals going in for him.
1: John, call some goals and call a win tonight. We appreciate you.